Greetings, everyone. Chief Yuya here, and you are listening to the Arisha podcast slash YouTube channel. And um, I'm bringing in the close of this, uh, I don't want to say series, but uh, I've been speaking about just the uh, scam artists and the flim flamming and so forth and so on that uh, sometimes goes on through these new digital channels and um it's been a while since i've done uh, a segment on this and it's only because i've been occupied with uh work <laughs> i've been occupied with work so i you know i have to really prioritize where i give my energy to so i wanted to close this out it was time to kind of get it off of my table if you will so uh if if some of you remember uh and if you if you haven't heard previous segments i suggest you listen to part one and two so that you can get the proper context and understand you know what is what what is going on and you know um, what is being replied to and what is being spoken about but um for those of you who may recall uh i was uh approached by a quote-unquote priestess um by the name of ifayemi um awosanmi uh, some time ago and uh, you know it was all pretty much a scam so it's all a scam all right so just to put it out there really quick and um, I decided to play along for a little while just to use it as a teaching moment as as I often do when I get an opportunity to sometimes go along with a common scenario that many of you may encounter uh, sometimes I'll play along or I'll follow a certain pattern of thought or questioning in order to uh, maybe perhaps give you a template as to how you can respond in the future or maybe maybe you know might be able to draw out a perspective that you may not have looked at before and i and i know again it's been some time but like i expressed in previous videos i'm not really uh on this medium as much you know my my goal was never to be a broadcaster on this platform or to big it up or to build it up or anything like that uh i just used it because it's it's very convenient to use and from a tech technical perspective um it's really easy it's very accessible because it's on everyone's mobile device but um like i've said before this is a this is a this environment and this platform is not really um, sturdy and, and integral enough to hold the weight of what it is that we are bringing uh, in terms of information. And it's far, it's far too accessible. So, you know, it's like a double-edged sword in that sense. Uh, it's very accessible to those who need to get to the information, but it's also very accessible to trolls and, and detractors. And um, I really don't have time uh, nor do I, I like to spend money in what I have to pay my staff because I do have paid staff to have to sit here and police comments and stuff like that. So um, I don't spend as much time up here as I know a lot of you like me to. And, you know, I get messages all the time. Can you break this down? Can you break that down? And um, what I'm presenting here is at the free level. <laughs> so at the free level, you get what you get. <laughs> all right. But anyway. So I'm going to share a response that I sent just just uh, it's about 3 a.m. Uh, right now where I'm at. I was just up and I and I said, let me just do this real quick so I can get it off 
um, my plate because I don't I don't really have any fatigue in me right now. So I said I'll knock it out while I'm, I'm while it's nice and quiet. Everyone is is asleep <laughs> and no one is uh, beckoning for my attention right now. So it's a good time for me to get this done. But uh, in any event, um, so I, I, I sent a, a response to the person earlier today, and I'm going to read it to you, and then I'm going to get into something else because I'm, I, you know, I also didn't really come with the next video because I, you know, I have more important things that I want to look at and think about and work on, and you know, and, and um, I don't like to give a lot of energy to nonsense. And, you know, online stuff is nonsense for the most part, you know, so, I, you know, that, that that's kind of the other reason why, I'm like, you know, I didn't jump back into I'm not one of those people who, uh, you know, I don't really have a vindictive uh, spirit in that sense. So I don't have, a, oh, you're trying to rip me off. Oh, wait, till I'm going to do this. And I'm going to, you know, I, I kind of I have um, my aspirations don't really lie there. And I just have really more important things going on. Uh, in my life <laughs> and I have more important people to care for and to tend to and to sometimes just have a conversation with than with some idiot online all right so I'm gonna read what I wrote and like I said then I'll get into something else really you know pretty briefly okay so pulling this up um, uh, they sent me a response on September 27th we are, today is I think the 17th let me look Today is today's the nineteenth. Okay. Hmm. Uh, so today is the nineteenth, and first, as you can see, it'll be on the screen. How are you, my son? Again with the my son stuff, and uh, I didn't respond because again I'm I'm busy. I'm doing things, and you know. Um, but you know, the last correspondence I left her with was I'm going to send some money. I got to run to the bank and. My baby mother is doing this. And, you know, the usual scenario I put in front of her. And she thought she had a, a juicy, juicy catch on the hook. So she said, how are you, my son? My son, what can it take a man to have anything in the world and lost his life? You know, misquoting Bible scripture there. What, did it, what doth it profit a man to gain the world and lose his soul, obviously? Then she says, uh, the ancestors keep showing you to me. You are taking some things for granted here, my son. Are you there? Just getting desperate, right? So I'm, I'm just going to read through, you know, what was said there and in my response, and then I'll explain. So, but what I said was, uh, and you'll see the screenshots of this, and I included screenshots so you can, you know, see for yourself. This, this isn't just some made-up thing that I did to have something to talk about in a video. And plus also so you can see the individual's name. So I said, uh, and now we bring this foolishness to a close. I am going to say this simply so you can understand every word. Games can turn deadly when you play with the wrong person. You have met that person. I am thankful that my Ori led me to the wisdom of Ifa so many years ago. As an initiated Iwo, I have dealt with many liars and thieves. You are no different. I am an Ifa priest. I have lived in Nigeria for years, own land there, and have family back there. The wonderful thing is I have a beautiful relationship with the Araba Akbaye and have, and have informed him 
of you and your nonsense. The ICIR is aware of who you are and what you are doing. This entire time, I played a fool in order to catch a fool. That fool is you. How dare you contact black Americans and try to use their hope to learn about their ancestors against them. Don't play with blacks from this place. We are the original Hebrews. We are more powerful than you could ever imagine. Our ancestors will drive you deeper into poverty if you do not stop what you are doing. You will never see peace or true wealth in this life. Your children will have no inheritance and your friends will never speak your name as soon as you are lowered into the earth. Stop this immediately or fire will rain down upon your home. You lying fool. So after that was said, um, she said, I have heard everything you have said. Okay, but I want you to know something. If I should prove it in your life that I am right messenger of the gods. I will look. I will overlook all your mistakes. Okay, you shall see the truth soon. Peace to you. So I said, war is nothing new to me. I always win. Keep playing if you want. And I left it at that. Then actually I blocked the individual. Because at this point we're not going to go back and forth. Because now I would be inviting something injurious into my life. Because I'm sitting here and I'm I'm having a... a an exchange where um, I am debasing myself. Now I'm not playing. It's different when I'm playing a role. But now I'm seriously uh, debasing myself and having a back and forth with an online fool or with a, with a demon, really. So, you know, I kind of stopped it and left it at that. And like, this, like I said, one of the reasons I left it at that is that I don't have time for this nonsense. Okay, so the lesson, the lesson was learned, the lesson was taught, you know, like I said, only engage with this individual for, for you all, you know, um, for me is nothing to block someone. I I love blocking people, actually. Um, And just get out my way, get out my face, you know, because I have things to do. and I am not sitting here messing around with you in this nonsense or trying to prove anything to anyone. Um. But even in the language, I'm the right messenger of the gods. And, you know, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm going to touch on something uh, briefly. And I know uh, as many things that I say uh, via this channel and other channels, they don't always uh, feel good to hear or they, they don't always taste syrupy sweet. But lies are always given to you in a syrupy form. You know, that's why the truth is called the bitter truth or it's a bitter pill to swallow. And um, a lot of times the truth exposes you to uh, a reality and a door that you're beckoned to walk through. That means that you'll have to meaning that you'll have to die to what your old lie was before. So uh, sometimes when folks are approached with the truth, with the truth of a situation, you know, they vehemently um, rebel against what that could be you know and they use insults and all kind of things and and uh, and then you have those who know the truth you know the 15 percenters uh the 10 percenters excuse me but they'll detract you and they'll try to beguile you and sway you away from the truth that's uh being presented to you has been given to you by the divine creator you know that is really your birthright it is your inheritance and you know um the 
the way, the detour that a liar or that an injurious spirit will send you down. That is what you've earned. That's not your birthright, but it's what you've earned. When, you know, a lot of times people talk about, well, this spirit is coming to me. That spirit is trying to hurt me and try to harm me because that's what you've earned. That's why those people are trying to harm you. You've earned that. Uh, if I went and gave my money to this person and I got ripped off, uh, it wouldn't be because somebody sent a hex at me and now all of these bad things are happening. It's because I've earned that experience. How did I earn that experience? Because I refuse to live righteous. I refuse to develop my own character through the development and the connecting with my own ori. You see, I have to work out my own connection to Ifa and my own alignment with the righteousness of Ifa. No one else can do that for me. No one else can give me a special bath or or a drink. Uh, there's not enough chickens and, and goats and ducks and turtles and snails that you can present in order for, for, for someone else to work out your relationship with the one who shaped and molded you you see and when you when you skip over that part because of your own laziness because of your own fear then you begin to be shaped and molded by the destructive spirits that are stuck on the planet you see so when these things start happening to you you have no one to blame but yourself this this is this is your your earnings. See, you invested in foolishness. So, you know, we have what's called the ROI, return on investment. You know, so whatever it is I invest in, I expect a return. So if you're investing in vanity and investing in laziness and investing in arrogance, which a lot of a lot of this is because where does the arrogance piece come in? Because you're too arrogant. You don't want to submit to any real teaching. You don't want to submit to any any lifestyle that the teachings dictate that will keep you and your family safe. You want someone to do it for you because you're arrogant. You don't take it seriously. So like even when information is being taught on channels like this, you don't take it serious. It's entertainment for you. It's entertainment because you're arrogant. You feel like initiations are old to you. Somehow that's old to you. You should initiate me. You won't teach me anything. You know, this one, I, I got initiated by my godfather. And they didn't teach me nothing. Well, you didn't earn anything. You didn't earn anything. What makes you think you're worthy of being taught? What makes you think that? Or someone jumps online and says, oh, my son, my son, the ancestors are showing me. What ancestors? Who are you talking about? What ancestors are showing you to me? And we've never even met in person. And even if we didn't meet in person, because I work with people I've never met in person, but I never sit there and be like my ancestors or the ancestors, because we don't have the same ancestors. So what the heck are you talking about? All skin ain't kin. Just because we both have dark skin or we both have kinky hair does not mean that we're, we're even related, let alone family. So what are you talking about? the ancestors you're playing games with certain language and if i wanted to be a lazy individual and say okay well i can give this person a hundred dollars that's what they asked for i got that i can do that all day every day here here's a hundred dollars 
What am I investing in? You see, because I could take $100 and buy myself a bunch of uh, um, sandwiches from your neighborhood junk food, fast food restaurant. I could take $100 and buy myself some narcotics, you know, whether it be whether they be liquid pill form, you know, or in herbal form. I could take $100 and do that. I could take $100 and invest in a lot of things and best believe that there will be a return on my investment. So don't imagine that investing in ignorance and in in fear is any different. It's no different, you know, and and I understand that when people con you, you know, they gain your confidence. They gain your confidence first, you know, um, and I have to say this to men differently than I say it to women or to males differently than I say it to females. A lot of you males you are so mesmerized by female priestess. And I, when I spoke about um, the different aspects, the different tips in terms of Orisha devotion, I got a lot of feedback. I don't care because the people who are giving feedback, you don't even know what you're talking about. When I said, you know, if, if your Awo, if your elder is not mated, we got an issue here. Oh, so you mean to tell me if, if such and such doesn't have a mate, you know, you're not qualified to argue with me. You're just not. You notice if you go back to those videos, there's no there's no comments back from me. I gave myself a gift. I'm going to let you guys in on something. Um, my house, we did a, We did a, a detox some time ago, a couple months ago. And, um, you know, I then also shared that detox with um, some brothers and sisters and I knew and then they shared it again so it actually expanded outward from my house but we did like a 21 day uh, fruit detox and you know everyone had a different goal and I really didn't have a goal for the detox other than to support my family you know I said I'll, I'll do it with everyone we'll all do it together but there was something I did say I said you know what actually yeah I, I, you know after we started I said I'm going to give myself a gift this is the gift I'm going to give myself I'm going to stop speaking to low vibrational people I'm, I'm going to just stop you know stupid comment comes on the video or a lazy question I'm just going to ignore it I'm not even going to acknowledge it or if if a client asked me something that's just really stupid and really, really, really beneath my pay grade. I'm not I'm not responding. I'm going to save my energy in essence because it can be depleting. It could be exhausting interacting with the fool, you know, because you have to step so far down from your altar. You know, there's a reason that there's steps leading up to a, a throne. You know, you got to climb those steps. You got to climb them, you know. Um, and then you got to walk all the way down and deal with this fool. And then because you've walked all the way down, they now believe that you are the same thing. They don't understand what grace is. That, no, I came down here to help you, not because I'm in the same condition as you. And you want me to show you? Watch this. Watch how quickly I leave you and go back to where I was. <laughs> you know, so I, I, I promised myself that I'm not stepping down from my throne at this point to deal to deal with stuff like that um you know so like when those things were put forth i didn't even respond i'm not doing this 
you know, and, and, and it's always the same kind of people who have something to say. Maybe one day I'll get into that, but I ain't going to get on it. I'm not going to get into it through this platform as to who always has something to say or, you know, when I spoke about some other thing, you know, like when I did the one who was the most powerful Orisha. And I look at who it's always the same kind of people who commented and it's the people who are not even qualified to speak. Or you're following a religion that is an offshoot of where I come from. You're speaking to your elder and don't even know it. And instead of trying to learn, you're debating based on something you don't even understand. Because if you did, you wouldn't have even engaged in in an offshoot, watered down form of what the truth is. You know, you you could take it or you could let it alone. That's up to you. It doesn't really make me a a bit of difference. Um, Like I've said before, I'm focused on our new people. Why? Because we have to build a strong kingdom for those of us who are on the same frequency. Now, that this is what I'm getting into with all this scamming stuff that keeps going around. You know, I spoke about the fascination that so many males have for getting up underneath these female priests. There's something really fundamentally wrong with that. Yeah, I know. I know. What? 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 You don't know any better. Listen and learn something. There's something wrong with that. You know, it's because, number one, you got mommy issues. You have issues with your own masculinity and you refuse to run your own household. That's why you do that. And it's the same thing when you males want to cuddle up underneath me. And I don't allow it. Like I've expressed before that Anu is a patriarch. It's a patriarchal organization. The, the epitome or the alpha representation of Anu is a patriarchal heterosexual man. That's what sits at the top. Okay, and I'm not just speaking to myself, but I'm speaking about the highest aspiration for men in Anu. Does that mean that we don't have members of other ilks? No, it doesn't mean that. And I know some people took exception to that. I don't care. You didn't have the wherewithal to create it, so you definitely don't have the wherewithal to manage it. For For those of you who had comments and criticisms when I did that video speaking about the the Anu men and the Anu women's ministry and I spoke about people who live dissexual lifestyles. I spoke about people who are non-melanated and things like that and where they fall in the pecking order and people took exception to that and you know how could you align yourself? I'm not aligning myself with anything that I don't advocate but you didn't understand the statement which is why you don't, if you didn't have the brains to understand what I was saying do you truly think you have the brain to understand how to put something like this together and to keep it running. And I know that's not a question you probably want to really honestly answer, but don't worry, I've already answered it for you and I've made provisions for it. So let's get back to what I'm saying in terms of this. A lot of you guys, you want to crawl up under these priests and these priestesses. So that's what you invest in. And then you get this really horrible and awful return. And you, you're sitting, walking around, looking confused. Men, you got to stand up and be men. Like I've always said, and the men and I knew would tell you, if they have children, I call them Baba. Now, people will probably wonder, but wait a minute, you're the Baba Lao. You're the Jagna. I'm a Baba Lao and I'm a Jagna. I'm a father. But when I'm in your household, this is you're, you're the high priest of your household. Point blank. You are the high priest of your household. So it is it is not for me to come in and try to usurp your authority or any way in any way or to keep you as a perpetual child. 
My job is to build you up so that we can we can be brothers in arms. You see, I'm not interested in being the smartest person in the room, you know, or the or the most wisest elder in the room. That that there's there's no true power in that. You, you're the king of the junk heap, in that sense. The goal is to build everyone up so we can have a real kingdom. And kingdoms need alliances. So even if I come into your space and and you recognize that you are a king in your own right and this is your family, this is your kingdom, this is your land, so forth and so on, I'm not going to try to absorb you underneath what I am doing so now you can be a child to me. And there's a couple of reasons for that. And I'm going to explain because because that's the basis of, of a scam. And I'm going to explain why. I'm going to explain how the scam is is actually affecting you. It goes deeper than just you losing $100. But any man that I knew would tell you, I'm always promoting, hey, go out there, do your thing. Hey, go out. What do you need help with? What do you need help with? They'll tell you. You have to do your own work. I'll support you to a degree, but, you know, I'm not going to hold your hand. But I'll help you out as, as older brother or or a, lo- a further along the path, brother, to you. I'm going to help you out, you know. But um, the key is, is that you have to stand on your own too, in your own right, and work out your own reconciling or your own purpose or your own destiny that has been given and and and, and blown into you by the Most High Oludumare. You see, that's you have to. Do, I can't do that for you. You see, but I've been given certain gifts. You know, uh, I know the truth. It's a gift I've been given. And many men have this to, a, to varying degrees. We have to have it in order to run our households. You see, we, we can't um, be walking around guessing things all the time and trying to figure stuff out all the time. We have to know straight up so that way we can run our households in an effective manner. You know, so we've been given that gift by Oludumare, that expresses itself through our manhood. Yes, yes, there is a difference between men and women. There is a difference. And we do hold different posts. And, and a lot of people comment on videos and say that, you know, this guy is stuck in, stuck in gender roles. Let me explain something to you. If I'm speaking about something from an Eastern perspective, you're not going to understand it because you're, you're processing it with a Western mind. And I'm not asking you to process anything differently. I don't care. You know, if you want to align yourself with the with the romantic or Roman way of thinking, that is that is your choice. That's your prerogative. That's the beauty of life. We can all come and represent whatever we choose to represent. But at the same time, I am I am in in a, no current moral position uh, to abandon the wisdom and the philosophy that has not only sustained me and my people for a long time, but has ascended us to the highest heights. I'm not interested in abandoning that um, for the sake of modernization or what you've now coined and established to be tradition. We have certain terms and ideas that are floating around on the planet right now. And uh, even within the quote unquote conscious collectives and people just feel that they have to jump on them when these certain buzzwords come forth they just have to jump on them and they they now have to find a way to include include them into their spiritual uh thoughts or that or their spiritual vernacular and that's not necessarily the truth you know i'm not one who advocates allegiance to a tradition above and beyond all things but i will say that um there are some things in our ancient ways that we do not need to forsake 
there are some things in our primal understandings that we do not need to 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 uh, forsake. You know, we do not need to be taught by our by our former students things that we forgot that we taught them because they don't understand what it is that they're processing. And there's so many tragedies that are coming as a result. You have young children who are 11, 12 years old who are gender confused. And because we don't have a serious academic scholastic component within the households, because a lot of times we don't have real households, there's no real balance. Because of that, we don't have a way to explain to them the, the, the breadth and the value of what they what they come as with their own biological endowments. We don't have a way to explain that. We don't we don't have a way to explain to them. Listen, son. Listen, daughter, a clitoris is a penis and a penis is a clitoris. Ovaries are testicles and testicles are ovaries. You don't need to cut anything up or slice anything up in order for you to experience uh, the other spectrum of your gender endowment. Because there are beautiful similarities between masculine and feminine. And we each have our own path of expression. So, yes, she has a clitoris. Yes, you have a penis. You see, and you were given a penis for a divine reason. She was given a clitoris for for a divine reason. But no one is missing anything. Nothing was placed by mistake. She has ovaries. You have testicles. Nothing is missing. Nothing was, was placed there by mistake. And there are opportunities to understand one another, to understand what it's like to have even what each other has, because you actually already have it. You see, but these things are not explained. So we have people who go down some really, really bad paths and the same happens. You know, you might be saying to yourself, what does this have to do with scamming everything in the world? Because it's all in what you found it on. It's all in what you begin and how you start on, you know, and if you have no real solid and true foundation, if you have no real code, you have no code of righteousness, you have no code of culture. It's easy for someone to come along and say the ancestors told you this. Well, let's define what that means when you say ancestors. You see, what are you talking about? Who are you talking about? And why is it even relevant? Why should I bow down and bend to someone who was alive before, but now they're no longer here in the physical? Does that make them superior to me? Does it truly? You see, are they revered ancestors? And if they are revered, why are we revering them? Are they for right reasons? Were they kingdom builders? Were they kingdom sustainers? Or were they people who came to destroy kingdoms? For instance, this individual who's seeking to, to con and scam, if they don't change their ways, they may die this way as a as a lying con person, as a lying scammer. But they would still be an ancestor. So now if this person now has something to say. Am I supposed to listen? You see, so going back to you men. You have to build your home. And when you give away your hard earned cash to these idiots because you're too lazy, you are disrespecting your ancestors. Well, how is that happening? Let me let me let me explain to you how that's happening. And I know this may be a rough ride for some of you. I understand it may be a rough ride, but 
you know, you can jump off at any time. I'm I'm fine with that. You can jump off. I, I sometimes look at the stats on the videos and it, it shows you uh, the watch time, <laughs> you know, when people, you know, jump off and things like that. So I always find that interesting. Some Not everyone can make it to the end. You know, not everyone, like they say, the, the, the race is not giving to the swift nor the strong, but to those that endure to the end. <laughs> so I recognize endurance can be a challenge. But culture, so many want to jump in and out. You know, you want to you want to live like a Western person. That's truly what you want. And you want to use the magic of the East to get you gains and to get you position in a Western world. And it doesn't work. It never works. It won't work for you. So many people think like they say, well, you know what? This society and this government is using our ancient ways and our magic against us. First of all, it's not yours. Let's start there. It's not yours. How do you just lay claim to something just like that? That's what, that's the first thing that screws you up all the time. Or, or if someone has a drop of, of melanated blood in them, you just claim, oh, they, you know you black. You know you black. Black is a consciousness. Nobody's black. I don't care how dark you are. Ain't nobody black. Black is a consciousness. You see, don't color code yourself. That's stupid. So when I look at this person, this priestess, Ifayemi, Awo, Sanmi, am I looking at a black person or am I looking at a colored person? Well, in, in my estimation, I'm looking at a colored person because black consciousness doesn't do this. Black consciousness doesn't tear down kingdoms. And I know we, we have this thing, you know, I speak about I don't speak about my own in public. I don't. As you all know, that's always been my rule. This ain't my own. And I don't even know, you know, who this person is or if they're real or whatever. So but the point is, this ain't my own. I know who, who mine are. You can listen to what I said. And and that and that message, we are the original Hebrews. We are the original Hebrews. Third time, we are the original Hebrews. I know what I was saying. Now, for some of you thinking, wait a minute, I thought he was a Babalao. I thought I thought he was an Ephah priest. How is he calling himself a Hebrew? Well, this 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 story is so much more is so much more complex and deeper than one might imagine. You see, just because you initiate into something doesn't mean that you can lay claim to that bloodline and that inheritance. It's not the same. You need to understand that you can initiate into any system that you want to. You could take the Scottish rights. It doesn't mean that you're a Scot. <laughs> you know, you can you can um, it does. You can initiate into Santeria and you can become a Santero. You know, it doesn't mean that you have Spanish lineage. And I'm not saying that Santeria is a Spanish tradition. It's not. But I think you get what I'm saying in this. You know, I'm speaking English right now, but I'm not an Englishman. The story in this timeline is much deeper than you just jumping up one day and saying, "Ooh, I'm this. That's that superhero stuff. I'm this. Who the heck is contacting me at this Godly hour. <laughs> I'm sorry, let me uh, turn my let me turn my uh, thing off in case it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Oh, okay. 
just looking at my message. Take your butt to sleep. All right. So anyway, <laughs> so um, you know, we have to. You're beginning. You have to know who you are and what you are before you start. Like they say, if you don't know what this, what you're standing for, you'll fall for anything. Or if you have nothing to stand for, you fall for anything. And this is true. You know, so again, I spoke about why scamming and, and investing in a scamming paradigm before you invest in your actual culture and your relationship with Oludumare is a true disrespect to your ancestors. So let me give it to you like this, real straight and forward, men. Have children. If you have children, you owe them. An inheritance. Now, what is it that your children should inherit it? Inherit from you, land, primarily, but land, businesses, investments, and of course, always a good name, a good name. You see. So now, what happens when you squander, when you squander the money that is that is given to you? through your efforts, and you squander it. Well, you're actually squandering your, your children's inheritance away. Ooh, that's a dangerous thing to do. Because your children are what? Your ancestors. Your children are your ancestors returned. You know, And we do work and we make sure that as we have children, we have an inheritance. For every child you have, you should have some land for each child. Now, this is our new talk that I'm talking now. I'm sharing this with the public just because we're here. I'm not going to go too deep into it because it's really for uh, our new people. Because I don't, again, like to talk about stuff like this too much publicly. And it's not because I, I don't like to share. I, I, as you can see with over the 800, almost 1,000 videos that we have online. I have no problem with sharing information and giving it away at the free level. I have no interest. I have, I mean, I have no problem with that. But I have no interest in, in debating things that are truth and that have already been put out there. So some things I keep in-house because um, it's received in a more healthy manner. And people understand that I'm not here working out theories. These theories have already been worked out. I'm here sharing them with you. you know. But some people don't understand that. They think, uh, you know, I'm trying to get some props or whatever by sharing information and and then hopefully someone will accept it you know but if you argue with it then oh man i don't really know we're not there we we have not been there for probably over 30 something years it's, it's been at least over 30 years before i you know since i wanted someone to listen to me there's a time period and every speaker knows that you know, you've, we've all gone through it. Those of us who do public speaking and things, there's a time period where you're like, man, it would be so cool if somebody wanted to just listen to me. And then every opportunity that you have, yeah, can you come speak here? You come speak here. Yeah, you take all of them because you're just like, wow, somebody actually wanted to listen. And then that eventually, you know, transmutes into, wow, someone listened and they were, they benefited from what they heard. You know, it, it grows from just your your personal desire to want to be heard because you feel like you have something that's important to say. And then it grows from that to like, wow, I actually touched somebody. And then, and you, you know, and you go through that early. And then, and then eventually it's just, you know, whether I want to talk or not, I got to say it because it's what's being pushed through me. And I, and I have to, I have to share it, you know, and then you get to that point where there's almost a, a fatiguing soberness, sobriety. You see that with all older speakers. Look at all elders. 
Elijah Muhammad, Louis Farrakhan, you know, um, even Amos Wilson to a degree, even when I wouldn't really have called him an elder before he transitioned. But if you look at a lot of the elders, you see this like a fatigue, a, a sobering fatigue. It was just like, all right, listen, this is what it is. And Dr. Clark, you saw that a lot. Like, hey, listen, this is what it is. <laughs> you know, because you you just have to let it out. But you're not really as concerned anymore. You're not you're not even as um, as zealous about what you're speaking about after a certain point. Um, and partly is because you've learned to release expectation. And all those expectations you have from the beginning, you've gone through your heartaches. You've taught, you've taught, you taught, you taught, and you expected a certain outcome and it didn't come. And you realize, man, it ain't even about me and what I'm expecting and what I'm seeing. It's about just the role that I've been designated to play. And I'm just got to tell the story. That's it. And not have attachments to how people receive the story. So anyway, so like I said, men, you, you are giving away your children's inheritance. Dangerous dangerous ground that you're treading on there and you're doing that because you refuse to stand up and be men now that's that's for the men for the females a lot of times you'll fall up underneath these whether they're male priests or these female priests you go to the female priest half the time because you're rebellious you don't want to listen to a man and the female priest never calls you out on your bs i'm giving it to you straight up she never calls you out she listens to all your crap or just like I just did with this idiot and said, oh, my baby mother's doing this. Oh, we'll get her instead of saying, well, how are you treating your baby mother? For all you know, I might have punched, punched. You know, obviously I made up the story, but I could have punched this woman in the face or did this or did so many different things. Locked them in a closet. You're not even going to ask that question. You see. Our gender qualifies us for certain roles. I'm going to I'm going to give it to you straight. There's not a lot of women who are are good at divination and, and counseling on a divine level like that. It's not. It's very rare. It's very, very rare. And I've said it once before. I'll say it again because, you know, it is what it is. Uh, women excel at doing the actual work. Now, when you start talking about doing at bows, you start talking about doing offerings, you start talking about mixing it up in the shrine and getting busy in the shrine. You know, or in, in the far wherever your shrine is, could be in the forest. That's where the women really excel. Men excel when it comes to divination and counsel. And I'm not saying that a woman can't give divination and counsel. I'm not saying a man can't do rituals. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that we all come with our strength. And this is the reason why we are mated and paired. There's a reason for that. Because we, we each handle something different within the mix. You know, you're never going to find a deity um, without a masculine and female counterpart. You're just not going to find that. So a lot of times these females get up underneath other women, which is not even healthy. You know, it's different if your auntie or your mother, but where's your man? Where's your man? And for those of you who know, a lot of times, you know, again, we speak about the culture. A lot of your problems that you're investing in is because you're investing in six systems. You want a, a turd to be polished. That's what you want. You want to do everything wrong and everything against what this, what the system and what the culture dictates you to do. And then you want someone to come and sprinkle some magic dust over your dirty situation instead of cleaning your situation up. There's a reason why you're in the spot that you're in is because you're disobedient to what Ifa has instructed, what Ifa has laid to you. And sometimes 
you run to Ifa because, or you run to some form of alternative spirituality or African spirituality. You run to those places because you think there's no moral code. You think there's no moral structure to live by. And it can be very amb- ambiguous. It's almost like Rastafarianism. I can do whatever I want to do and all I have to say is it's all love. It's all love. I got 15 children spread out all over the United States from when I was on tour singing. But it's all love. It's all love. It's love that created my youth. It's all love. Get out of here with that nonsense. How are you going to build a kingdom like that? Yes, we do need structure. We do need Ogun. We need structure to build on top of. You see, it was those hunters that went through the wood and found the, the water. When we talk about Osopo, you see, it was the hunters looking for structure, finding water. You know, so the structure came before Ogun did what he needed to do before Oshun. You see that also in the other story about Odu that I shared. Ogun left first, then Oshun. You see, the structure has to come first. But so many of you are running from the structure, so you end up getting conned and scammed. That's what happens. You get conned and scammed because you don't want the moral structure in your life. And a lot of that deals with you females. You're rebellious and you're defiant. You didn't want to listen to your fathers. You didn't want to listen to your uncles. You didn't want to listen to your grandfather. You didn't want to listen to anybody. Cause you, you, and, you, and you're just making a mess. And then you get up in these shrines and you get milked. Or you get up in these churches and you get milked and they pander to you and tell you everything that you want to hear. So they can keep extracting you know, sexual favors and money from you. And then you wonder why things are not going right and then you contact me later. Chief, I need your help. My child is acting like this. My child is acting like that. And the first thing I always say to you, where's the father? I'm not the child's father. Where's the father? Oh, well, you know, he's not involved. Why is he not involved? Because that's not enough for me. Did you chase him off? Is that why he's not involved? Before we even get into talking about your choice in men. And of course, you chose what you did because you you were defiant. You didn't want a man that was going to tell you what to do. And maybe your father wasn't around. Why? Maybe your mother chased him off. We never want to use, we never want to speak to that. We want to say he just left. As if men just don't love their families. Men just don't love their children. They just hate their children or they just hate their wives. Or men are just not strong. They just walk away and the women are strong. That's BS. That's Western-minded BS. It doesn't fly over here. It will never fly over here. You're not going to get that off over here. Because I know the agenda, what's really going on. I know what's happening, the decentralizing of the family power. And I know the tools and the pawns and the puppets that are used that are used consistently to keep the family decentralized. And that's why you can have these scam artists creep in. You know, I learned all these things as it pertains to this spiritual system because I didn't want my family to be conned. That's how I got into this. I don't know if I've ever, you know, I've shared some of it, but I've never really gotten into it. I'm not going to get into it now, but or I'm not going to get too far into it. But the majority of the things that I've, I've gotten into were so that I could provide it for my family. Martial arts. I learned martial arts. I took my bumps and bruises. I got knots on my body to this, <laughs> to this day. Some stuff that didn't jam fingers that never grew back straight, things like that. And it was always, and every time I would, I would be in a dojo or I'd be in a park or wherever it was that we were sparring and fighting, it was always the same thing I would say to myself, man. You know, I'm taking this or my lip is bleeding or whatever it is, whatever punishment that I'm taking, I'm taking it from my people. 
so that way I can go back and teach them. I'm taking it for my family. I don't want to have to call another man. You know, something happens and I got to go call another man to protect my family. I don't I don't know. That's you know, I don't want to uh, leave my family and my home at the mercy of someone else. I need to be well prepared, you know, and, and not just being able to kick and punch and put people in chokeholds, you know, th- but there's other ways to prepare even down to where I may live or again, what kind of things I may keep around me and on me, you know? Um, so it was always to fulfill and to do my part when I came into, into, I'm not going to say Ifa because I had some other, um, experiences before Ifa and even initiations, but it was for the same exact reason, man. I started to encounter crooked priest and I've always kept pretty women around me. I've always had you know, pretty attractive, appealing women. So they would start drooling. You know, I'd always be around these priests that would be trying to urge these women to push me out the picture. <laughs> I've had a priest tell a woman before that I was too rough and that I was going to create problems in her life because I'm always going to approach things head on from a very rough perspective instead of learning how to um, negotiate situations and of course this fool sitting there listening to it you know and i had to fire her i said you get you gotta you have no loyalty get lost beat it but then i also had to check him i checked him real hard you know um but i had enough situations like that where i was like you know what nah i don't need to be bringing my my women to to someone and and the truth is that's not even the culture i didn't know it at the time you learn through me i'm the high priest of the home you want to know something you ask me I'm not going to have someone sowing seeds of dissension inside of my homestead. That ain't going to happen. You know, you're not going to have Ia over there. Well, Ia said, I said, well, I'm about to go check Ia. All right. Don't come over here trying to break up my home. And for those of you in the new, you know, a lot of you women came. And the first thing I said, hey, where's your husband? How's he feel about you being a Well, my husband's a Christian. Well, then you need to go be a Christian. My husband's Muslim, but, you know, I don't identify. You need to go be a Muslim. That's your head. That's your covering. I'm not your covering. I'm not your head. I don't have a vested interest in your survival, the survival of your children. I didn't create those children. You and another man created them. And it would be wicked and blasphemous for me to try to steer a man away from how he has decided that he and his his family are going to connect to the divine. Or you might say, well, he's he's not involved in anything. He doesn't have any spiritual. Well, that's what you chose. So you need to assimilate and align with whatever he's doing. And maybe he doesn't have those things because you're the stumbling block. Maybe he's stagnant because of you. Maybe it's not because, you know, he's just a loser. You know, but always understand that, you know, like attracts like. If he's a loser, you're a loser. And then the answer is always, well, I was like that, but I came into the truth. You didn't come into anything. Knock it off. Because whatever truth or whatever agitation that you have as a feminine energy, it comes from the agitation of a masculine energy. Agitation and growth comes from air and air, and it comes from, from fire or from light, which are both masculine elements. Point blank. If you're a Christian, you're a Muslim, and you start learning something else, is because another man is teaching you. you. Or you came across one of my videos, or you came across one of my podcasts. So you're now pseudo choosing up with another man that's what you're doing and you haven't served your your previous man and that's no reason for divorce i'm gonna throw that out. i don't want to get into too many things i know i'm going off into some other stuff but 
you know, these are things that come across. You know, I, I, I talk with so many women sometimes, you know, doing this work and, you know, I left my husband. Why'd you leave your husband? Because he wasn't growing. That's not an appropriate reason to leave. That's not an appropriate reason for divorce. It's just not. You know, and just like I say, young girls should not be allowed to pick their own husbands because they don't have the proper decision making within them. They shouldn't be allowed to divorce their own husbands without the inclusion of the family. It should take the family to bring y'all together. It should take the family to bring y'all to take y'all apart. Because you will divorce someone because you're feeling some type of way or because you're not happy for two months. After a 10-year marriage, I ain't happy for two months. Now I want to leave. You're not qualified to make those decisions. So same thing comes with spirituality and getting scammed. A lot of times it happens because people are not properly covered. So women get scammed all the time. Like I say, the world women are the world suckers. I've been saying that for years. That's just their nature. They're they're sponges. They absorb things, you know. So they're gonna they're gonna their filters are, are more are, are more widely open than men are. That's why it takes the man to stand in the front of the household, defend and deflect. So when things come to the house, you be now nah, get that out of here. Uh, uh-uh, just coming now nah, get that out of here. And sometimes what you're deflecting are family members. Sometimes you know it's not always or relatives because like I said, I make a distinction between family and relatives. It's not always, you know. Somebody coming swinging a, a watch on a gold chain, you know, with, with a zoot suit saying, hey, you know, a wolf in zoot suit clothing trying to, to get at your family in a certain way. Sometimes it's it's a uncle or a mother or a father or a brother or a best friend I grew up with. Or, you know, sometimes it's your own children, <laughs> you know, and your job as a man is to defend the homestead, not just physically but intellectually because that's always going to be your first point of defense half the time when you have to defend your woman physically is because you haven't defended her intellectually so she's doing something stupid and she's doing something stupid because she's reflecting your stupidity that's why she's doing something stupid because she has a stupid man if, if, if you feel like your woman is slow to action, she's not getting things done. It's because you're slow to action and you're not getting things done. You want to move you know, in a more righteous manner. You move in a more, more righteous manner. That's what you need to do. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Because women aren't logical anyway. They don't care anything about the truth. You can give them the truth all day. They, they wipe their behind with the truth. They could care less about logic. They're, they're moved by emotion. They're made of pure emotion. What is emotion? Energy in motion. So you have to take your energy and put it into motion. Stop spouting it out through your mouth. That's your children's job. Your job as a man is to think. And then move. Because everything that exists within the sun, moon, and stars has to exist within you first. So that means you have to be the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Now, of course, we say that man is the knowledge, woman is the wisdom, children are the understanding. But the reality is in order to motivate your entire family, you have to create that universe first. You have to be the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. On your own first. You got to move and you got to lead by example because, again, the speed of light is much faster than the speed of sound. You see? So we're moved by what we see before we're moved by what we hear. 1,120 per second. That's speed light. You see? 
it's fast, man. It's fast. Now, thought is faster than light, of course, and and they both fast uh, travel faster than uh, sound. But but nonetheless, uh, none, nonetheless, you have to be a moving example of what it is that you're looking for, right? That's that's how you properly cover. And if you don't, then they're going to start drifting and talking to these scam priests and priestess and 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 different people within the community. Now, I want to shift gears for a second because, uh, like I said, I don't want to talk about this, um, but for so long, uh, I'm sorry, I got a WhatsApp message. The other side of the world is up now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, so like I was saying, um, oh, all right, let me let them know I'm doing something. Give me one moment. We're buying some trees um, for one of my properties that I have somewhere. Um, and another far off, far off land. <laughs> Just say that. So um, I'm getting some new uh, fruit trees plant uh, put in. Well, I'll be putting some of them in, but we're we're kind of organizing it now. So um, I'm going to grow some new stuff. I'm going to start trying to play around with jackfruit. Those trees, you know, they're they're humongous. So we're getting our hands on some jackfruit trees now. But um. Anyway, so yeah, like I said, I'm shift gears a little bit. You know, there was a um, a situation, a story, almost we could say that um, I was I was following for a while um, that a young man went through. I'm just gonna say his name by the name of Crypto Roots. Um, he's got a YouTube channel, and I'm and I'm leaving. Uh, I I created a playlist myself of the actual uh, list of videos. He did ten videos in total about an experience that he had uh, with an individual that some of you may know by the name of Brother Polite. And I'm not speaking against anyone, right? I really don't need to. <laughs> I really don't need to, right? Um, but we're coming into into 2020, you know, and this, this in, and 2019 has been a year of, of revelations. Things have been brought to the front, uh, even from a num- numerological perspective uh that three year but we're coming into 2020 and it's time to kind of balance ourselves with the more uh situated and refined culture it's 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 important and to be able to uh bear witness to the people who we have around us and more importantly again the culture you know there's a reason even when if you look at the helios biblios as some people call the holy bible there's a reason that within the old testament you have all the laws before you have the grace and the dispensation of the new testament why have that first because we have to deal with the structure of the law before we start dealing with the beautiful abstract abstractionisms of the spirit you see so the same thing goes when we're dealing with ephod deal like i always say learn the language a little bit at least learn at least 50 to 100 words in yoruba at least (laughs) <laughs> you know, um, but learn some of the language, learn some of the foods, learn some of the, these are the, the, the structural pieces that you learn before you get into all of the abstractionism. You want to learn everything about Oshun, but you don't learn about water. You want to learn everything about iron. Have you, have you ever stood next to a train? Do you have any investments in the steel industry? Do you know the difference between iron and steel? <laughs> you know, do you, do you know anything about metallurgy? 
you know, or we're so excited by the idea of Shango because we're talking about dance and stuff, but Shango is also rulership. And it's guarding rulers. Do you know anything about the Secret Service? Do you know anything about project management or, or leadership skills? Have you studied that at all, right? If not, then you, you just, you're just playing. This, this is all just a game to you playing. You're not serious. So anyway, going back to this young brother, uh, Crypto Roots. And I, I reached out to him a while ago. The videos came out a bit, you know, a, a while ago. And, uh, you know, I, I, I reached out to him. And basically he went through uh, what he describes as a as a pretty harrowing experience um, where he he had an inherent inheritance inheritance. We back to that again. His father uh, had left him one hundred thousand dollars. And long story short, he ended up giving that one hundred thousand dollars, according to his description, to a brother polite. And. um it was for a mentor or a uh, program that Brother Polite apparently had. And he was going to show him how to do different investments and things like that. And um, unfortunately, according to this brother's testimony, um, the money was completely um, squandered and stolen and taken away from him. And, you know, you can, you know, like I said, click on the link in the description. The playlist is there um, and you can watch it for yourself and, uh, you know, see what it's what it's all about. <laughs> you know, in terms of that particular story. But um, I was really moved by it um, because, I, again, I work with people like this who come on a tail end of this, whether it's Ifa or it's the foolishness in the conscious community. And sometimes, like, this brother didn't really necessarily grow up with his father. You know, they didn't have a close relationship, and that tells everything right there. There was no covering. So who's who's rearing you and developing you into a man? Because your mother can't do it, you know. Um, so a lot of times, if you don't, if you don't gain that that sobering discernment from your father, you do become a target. You become a mark for a lot of different people in different communities, and that goes for you females. That goes for you males, you know. Um, and there's certain things, and I'm going to speak about this on on another, uh, maybe through the podcast. How do you really identify a scammer? You know, um, one of the things that I would definitely say is that a lot of times we end up giving a lot of money to people who we don't even know what their name is. And and I just think about that for a second. People are using these screen names. Right. And you actually don't know their actual legal name. So when it comes time to pursue them, you don't even know where to begin. There's no contracts that are involved. You know, not only do I have contracts when I'm doing any kind of business with anyone, I'm doing speaking engagements. I write, there's contracts people have to sign when they hire me to come speak, you know, which specifies what, what the honorarium is going to be, you know, the the topic, what time we're going to begin and you know, if there's a cancellation for any reason, so forth and so on. And these are people I might be really cool with, but there's a contract. Um, there's a contract within my own family. Every woman that I'm with, you know, is under contract. Who's with within um, my harem? There's a contract that we sign, you know, that speaks about, you know, our own personal agreement, what we're here to do, you know, and what we're about, because. We have to be able to police 
ourselves in many sense. And I hate to use the word police, but we have to be able to counsel ourselves among ourselves. You know, a lot of times what happens and we're so sad because we don't have any system of nation building between us because we always talk about nation building, nation building, nation building. But we don't really have any real nation building because a lot of times when things happen, the first thing we do is we step outside of our quote unquote nation to have someone else adjudicate you know, what our disagreements are. So I'm going to, I'm going to take you to court, you know, or, or we might, we might have agreements between each other, but an agreement is only as valid as the integrity of the people who sign it. That's what, that's what validates your agreement. So you can have agreement within your community. If you have some type of low conscious collective or whatever, you could sign agreements between one another. But as soon as something goes awry, are people saying are doing whatever they want to do and talking about, well, go ahead, sue me then. You don't like it, sue me. You see? So your agreement is, is only as, as valid as the integrity of the people who signed that agreement. That's that's really true. Because for everyone, their word is not their bond. I mean, let's just be honest. For everyone, their word is not their bond. You know, so in order to be able to determine the integrity of those people who are signing, you have to be a part of a like community. You have to be a part of a similar community. So that way, even when it comes time now to judge and arbitrate matters, you can go to the same people in that community and say, hey, well, this is what's happening. This is what's going on. This is where the disagreement is. But see, a lot of times people don't like people in their business. I don't like people in my business. You see, I I get that one a lot. Even sometimes when we say things like, hey, if you enjoyed the video, share it. I know why people don't share them because they don't want people to know where they're getting information. Some of you are out there writing books and doing videos and 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 quote unquote teaching and you're using the exact same information that I gave you. But you don't want people to know they got it from me because you're afraid that you're going to lose a customer to me. All right. Well, it's your prerogative. Do it how you will. But, you know, you're not going to really going to get any real gains that way, of course. But nonetheless, uh, or some people just don't want people to know, like, hey, this is where I draw my strength from. So they keep things to themselves or something happens within a household and they don't want to be called out on their BS. Again, this is why you go to these Internet priests and priests because they don't really know you. They don't know the problem is you. It's not someone else. It's you. You see. How many how many of you have walked away from sessions with me frustrated because I said I had a, a woman say that to me some years back. She said, you know, I stopped talking to you because um I would call you for help and you would say it was my fault. It was your fault. You you were the problem. So, you know, in your mind, there's no possibility that you could actually be at fault. That's not even a possible scenario in your mind that you could actually be at fault. It has to be someone else. It has to be something. else. I don't work like that. You want that? Go to a psychic. Or go one of the go go to go to a female priestess, and I'm not dogging female priestess, but you know someone needs to be honest about some of this stuff, and that's what I've been called to be. Female priests ain't gonna call you out on anything, especially if it has to do with men, because half the time they don't have men. If they don't have men, you need to turn the other way. I said it in the other video, you didn't like it. I'm saying it again. You ain't gonna like it again. I don't care. If people are not made it, I've had people come to me for initiation. Hey, Baba, I want to get initiated. First of all, who said I'm your Baba? Don't be running around calling me Baba if I'm not your Baba. 
And if I am your baba, then there's certain rules and regulations to even get initiated. Just because you got the money, don't mean, you got the money? You got the cash? All right, come on. No, it doesn't work that way. I had these guys years ago wanted me to initiate them. They were both 50, same age, both 50 years old, and wanted me to initiate them. They wanted to be Baba Lao. They even gave themselves Ifa names. They might be, I know at least one of them is probably listening to this. Yeah, I'm talking about you. And neither one of them had anything to show for it in their lives at 50 years old. I said, there's no way I can initiate you. No. You got no families, neither one of you. Neither one of you have produced any children. I don't even know. I don't even know if you're actual men or if you're in drag. You've produced no children. Ironically, both of you, one was squatting in his mother's house. And the other one was living with his aunt in a room at 50 years old. And I understand we all fall on hard times. I've fallen on hard times before. I've, I've dug through them sofa cushions looking for change. <laughs> you know, I've, I've done it, you know, um, or swipe something out of the store, you know, to bring back home to feed, feed my, my fam. I've done it, you know. However, uh, yeah, we've all gone through our transient rough spots, rough spots. But this was their life. And I can guarantee you during that time, I wasn't talking about, yeah, I want to be initiated. No, I wanted to get my paper back up. Whatever hit that I might have taken, I wanted to recover from that hit. You see, I didn't want to try to um, swipe over the failures in my life and use some type of initiation to now give myself a title of honor because I didn't put the work in that I was supposed to as a man. And of course, neither one of those individuals are with me anymore. They left. They went to other priests and tried to get initiated. And uh, it didn't really work out or, you know, and I think the other one now he just pretends that he's a priest. You know, but some people want to be Baba's so bad, but don't want to get their lives together. They want to be Eos so bad, but don't want to get their lives together. If you're a woman and you got a bunch of children by a bunch of different men or your children are just off the chain, no one should be initiating you. You're not a you're not a representation of anything, of anything positive to, to aspire to. If you're a man and, and you got a bunch of women in different places and a bunch of children and you don't have unity among all these women or unity, at least in, in healthy relationships with them. And you don't currently have someone that you are partnering with. You shouldn't be getting initiated on any level. And I know that's going to hurt some feelings because I have some students where that is your scenario. But hey. You know, see, this thing is not about you coming under me and staying under me and getting my approval for anything. You don't have to worry about that. If you're a man, you're a man. You make your own decisions. If you're a woman, you're a woman. You make your own decisions. This is not about me lording over you, especially if you're a man, because I am heterosexual. All right. I'm not I I, this this we're not going to do any kind of homoerotic stuff where, you know, you you. You under me and you kind of my sub and you a cuckold. And even if you come with a wife, your wife is more allegiant to me. And, and if I want to, I could, you know, do something on the side with her. And you might even sit in the corner and watch and cry. We're not doing that. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to freak off like that. You know, so if you're a man, you make your own decision. You want to go get initiated, go get initiated. You want me to go get initiated, go get initiated. Do whatever you feel like doing. Um... But it doesn't mean I'm not going to tell the truth. Get your home together first. Get your household together first. Start there. 
before you start trying to go out and seek or pay for because all you're doing is paying for a title before you seek to pay for a title because let me tell you something you get your home together right you get yourself aligned properly with and you align your lifestyle with with Orisha with Ifa what you're going to find is that people are going to start thinking you're initiated anyway just because of the way you move so then by the time you get the initiation it'll be like man it'll be like you know Going into turbo. That's what I was told. I'm using the terminology. <laughs> when I got initiated, that's what I was told. <laughs> because, you know, like my elders is like, you're already there. you already. So I was like, well, I'm already there. Why I got to do this? <laughs> and they were like, you know, it, it, you, it will be like turbo. You will have turbo. <laughs> you know, a car like the Saab, a Saab 900 turbo. You will have turbo. Because <laughs> you already are there. You are already a priest, you know. But again, you know, it wasn't just because I was walking around calling myself a priest or I gave myself some divine name. I didn't have any of that. Haru wasn't Haru was given to me. A woman gave me that name because of something that I did. I was I was I was uh, and it was really a title. It's not really a name. Like I say, my name is Yuya, but um, my title was given to me by a woman. And then I received my Ifa name, you see, when I went through my my experience. Titles came later, you know, but I had already been out there putting the work in. It wasn't, you know, I got to wait till I get initiated or anything like that. And when you're out there putting the work in, it's very easy to see who ain't putting the work in. You could, I could, listen, let me tell you, I could spot a scammer within three seconds. Three seconds. The way they stand, the way they speak, the way they smell, their spirit stinks. The spirit, you could smell their, their funky behind spirit it just stinks and somebody asked that in a question once how can you tell if a spirit stinks try the spirit by the spirit you know when you're clean when you get out of the shower you know if you're wearing certain clothes or whatever and you've been out working and you get out the shower and you go back and smell those clothes you're like man that's how i was smelling oops oopsie daisy (laughs) you know you didn't know sometimes until you clean yourself up first but also you know I've, i've been in the streets I, I I keep it a hundred with you. I've been in the streets, you know. I didn't, like I said, we all start somewhere. I've, I've been around some of the best con men. I've seen people have to con their way out of getting shot, <laughs> or con their way out of getting drunk, jumped. They had to talk their way out of an ass whooping, you know. So I, I've ran with the best of the best, you know. And it was times I had to talk my way out of the scene, talk my way out. Of, you know, I had somebody, I have gun a gun in my side, you know, more than once, but. You know, I had a damn gun in my side. And I had to talk my way out of that. And I was wrong. And I had to just get far enough away <laughs> so I can live to work it out another day, you know. So, um, you know, we've all been in some harrowing situations and experiences. And, you know, it, it develops a certain insight in us. It, it develops a certain keenness in us, you know. Um, so, you know, you can see that stuff from a mile away, but like I said, a lot of times a simple thing is like, there's no contracts. You don't know the person's name. Um, you're sending the money, but you're sending money to a person, not to a business. You see? So like I knew our stuff is registered. You know, you can, you can look us, look us up and I don't know some of you will, let me go see if I can find them. <laughs> but if I present a but you don't some of you may not know the name of our actual business entity but like if when I present a contract with you you know you, and I invoice you you're given options you can you know do an ACH deposit you can put it in our bank account which is a business account you know or you can send it this way you can send it that way but they're all business accounts 
you know so there's a certain recourse that you have when you when you're dealing with an actual business as opposed to an individual or just a uh, like a cash app screen name or whatever now of course yeah for offerings i tell you hey, if you want to send me an offering here's my cash app you know or whatever but that's different but when we're conducting business or like if i was running a mentor program which i wouldn't because i have no interest in being mentors and taking boys to the gymnasium and stripping them naked and molesting them i have no interest in being a mentors um but i am a jagna but if i was running a, a official program where you paid to be a part of it yeah you would be paying the business you know you're not going to write a check to chief yuya you see, because I don't have any ID that says Chief Yuya. Come on, use your brains here. <laughs> I don't have any ID that says Chief Yuya, you know. Um, and just like I'm sure Brother Polite's ID does not say, you know, his driver's license does not say Brother Polite. I'm sure it says Michael Noack, you know. But again, I'm, you know, I'm not getting on it. Like I said, you can look at the videos and, and make your own assessment. I'm not going to make an assessment. I'm just sharing um, this individual story. And like I said, I felt for them because I know uh, what it's like to put your trust in someone and put your faith, even if it's blind faith and it's misguided. But I know what it's like to do that and have them completely um, turn out to be someone that you didn't expect, especially when you maybe you're reaching out for more than even than than even what you may specify. You know, a lot of women and men, they join I knew not just because of the teachings, but they, they want to be a part of something that means something that, you know, it gives their life purpose. They want to be a part of something that is is clean, <laughs> you know, is right. Like I said, you ain't gonna find nothing on me. You could find something, but you're not going to find, like I said before, something where I scam somebody. I don't have any of that type of stuff. I'll be honest with you. You're not going to find that. You might find some other stuff, but there's nothing that I'm like going to hold my head down and shame about or anything like that. You know, that's just no. You know, I don't have anything like that, you know, because when you're called for a certain purpose, truthfully, there's certain things that are just not going to be inside of you. You know, it's not to say that I don't have enough uh, evil in me or enough uh, misguidedness in me to con someone. That 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 energy is in all of us. But let's just say I'm just going to talk about me. Yeah, sure. I have enough energy to do that, but I don't have the character or the nature to, to do anything like that. So that energy may express itself in other ways. Right. Or may have expressed itself in other ways that I had to work through and be delivered from and deliver myself from. Right. But to do this work, there's a certain confidence that you need to be able to hold. You know, you got some pastors and preachers and stuff that in a previous life, they were bank robbers, you know, stick up kids, uh, drug dealers, you know, pimps, whatever, you know. Um, and if you understand the nature of each of those different things you know you you can understand it from a perspective and it's a lot different than con men <laughs> and no pimping is not conning i know some of you might say that's the same it's not and it's only because you've never been in the game so you don't understand the game so you you're getting your understanding from rap songs you know but um so you know i, I just say that to say that um we all start somewhere, man. But, you know, like I said, I, I shared the young man's situation. It was, it was really sad to me. 
um, because he lost his father's inheritance. And that's what a lot of times there's different kind of scams that I see where that happens. I've seen situations where people have offered people to come. You know, I've seen a situation in, in um, West Africa, for instance, where um, people are offering that you come and live on this land. And I'm going to give you something about that, because some of you do know that I have land in other countries and. Um, at one point, at one point, I was offering for people to come stay on my land for free, even the land that I had here in the U.S. You know, and I stopped doing that for several reasons, several reasons. But uh, you know, I'm just going to get into another aspect of it. You know, if you come and live on my land, let's say, man, I'm gonna take. A, let's say you're you're a brother. You got yourself. Maybe even you're, you're married. You might have you. You're married. You got a child, or, or two, or three, or four, whatever. I don't know. And you say, hey, I want to come live on your land. Okay, cool. You can come live on my land. Now, what does that mean in terms of governing your household? Let's say one day I walk by your house and you and your wife are outside going at it. You know, and you saying, you know what? You keep it up. I'm going to kick you out of here. I'm going to send you back to your mother's. And I say, wait a minute, hold on, hold on, brother. You can't do that here. Uh, you can't send her back. She lives here just like you do. Now I'm governing your household. And why can I do that? Because you on my land. You know, these are very simple examples. You know, or here's this. Let's say you got children and you die. You're 35, 40, 50 years old, whatever. You die. What do your children inherit if the land is mine? You think about it. Do they inherit the agreement? How about this? Do I take your wife? Is she mine now? Because you were you were living on my land because technically if you come and live on my land for free, you are my servant. Culturally, historically, you're my servant. You are my property, just like my wives are my property. My children are my property. Yeah, I know. People. What? He just called his wives his property. Yeah. Well, I'm coming from a different land and a different perspective than you are. You're coming from a Western thing. And I understand. And you can stay in that Western mindset. Have 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 at it. Try to get that, you know, try to fix that divorce rate. Have at it. I'm speaking about the culture that I come from and the peace that exists within my home and in my homestead. These women are my property. These children are my property. So. If I die, there's an inheritance. You see, if you die, what happens with you when you're living underneath my covering as a man? The same thing for you women who come in. You women who come in and say, oh, I want to go. I want to I want to live on a continent, too. Well, let's try this. What kind of man would say, hey, come live on the continent? Knowing good and well that if you get some land, you still got to build a home. You say, I want to grow my own food. You're going to work your own farm. You're going to build your own home. And I know good and well you can't do that. Straight up, you cannot do that because you're talking about living in an environment that is patriarchal and that, you you know, a single woman, you by yourself, you're going to get conned. I already know that you're going to get conned unless you say, well, this man is my covering. This man is my husband. Chief Yuya is my big brother, which I tell most people when they come, most sisters, when they come, even to visit, even when they come to visit, tell them I'm, I'm your elder brother. So whatever they ask you for, they say, hey, we need money for that. Tell them I have to ask my elder brother first. And then that shuts all of that down. Even I tell women to say that who are older than me. I've had women come, you know, and, and visit the land and they're in their 70s. I'm not in my 70s, not yet. And I say, well, just tell them, tell them I'm, I'm the elder of the family. And once you say that, 
Oh, he's the elder of the family? Oh, crap. <laughs> oh, crap. All right, all right, all right. Move along. <laughs> that shuts everything down, you see. So I just say that to say, you know, there are so many things that need to be in place so that we can protect those who are precious. We can protect our women. We can protect our children. We can protect, you know, our young men. And sometimes you you invest into a paradigm, into a system that's going to undermine you anyway. Because you don't want to do what you want to do. And I know this is going to hurt some feelings of some of the, some of you brothers who have spoken to me and like, yeah, chief, I want to if you want to live next to my land, let's do it. I want you to live next to me. I want us all to live near to each other. You ain't living on my land. I'll let you stay there for a little while while you get yourself together, while you and your family get yourself together. But you got to have your household. You got to have your own kingdom. And then our kingdoms can align themselves with each other. Because I'm not about, like I said, being a, yeah, I may be the silverback. I know I'm the silverback now. But um, just because I'm the silverback doesn't mean that you're not a, a king and a chief in your own, right? Even in, in a traditional sense, you got more than one chief. I'm a chief back home, but I'm not the chief. I'm not the chief of any village that I'm a chief in. I'm one of the chiefs. You see. Now, when it comes down new, that's a different story. However, back home, no, I'm I'm a chief. I sit at the table when we we have to discuss things. I sit at the table with the other chiefs. You know, and in most instances, I'm always I'm the youngest one anyway. <laughs> in, in in both places that I, I've received a stool. Or chieftaincy title. I'm the youngest chief. So not only am I, am I, you know, I have a, I, I speak the language the least out of everyone, but I'm also the youngest, <laughs> you know, on top of that. So I'm nowhere near on the top of the pile at all, you know. Uh, but nonetheless, I'm still, you know, sovereign in my own right. And what goes on in my, my home, I'm still the sovereign ruler of my homestead and my home. And anyone who would try to take that away from you is a scammer and a con artist. Anyone who would try to take away your sovereign rule as a man, any man who would try to tell a female, you can come live underneath my situation, but not really be trying to design and, and mate you and pair you with a man so that you can be proper, properly covered is conning you. Any female that would tell you, you don't need no man, don't listen to these idiots. And if you choose to listen to these idiots, then something is kind of idiotic about you. Something is a, is a bit idiotic about you. And let me say something. I'm going to say this before I leave. A lot of times you guys have to be prepared and built to be these things that I'm speaking about. You can't just jump up and say, like, you guys say, well, I want my own homestead. Okay, cool. Do you know how to have, how to run your own homestead? Sometimes you might have to go stay with that man and be his junior for a year or two to learn how to run a homestead. There was an elder man who taught me about farming. I didn't know. I had grown things. I, I had a garden before. I've always kept a garden, but I didn't know how to how to properly use a tiller. I didn't know how to properly plant or run irrigation lines or how to give a goat medicine or the purpose of having African guineas on your land or or of having pigeons and things. I could go through a whole list. I did a lot of I did a lot of heavy farming when I when I had my farmland. A lot of heavy farming, but I didn't I didn't know any of these things. It was an elder man who I came under on his farm. And I would farm with him. I would help him. I wasn't getting paid for that. He'd feed us. You know what I mean? At, at the end of the day, we'd eat some food. His wife would make some food, whatever. And we'd sit around and we'd talk and, you know, crack jokes and stuff. That was it. You know, I had a belly full of vegetables. But I ain't had no pocket full of money as a result. But what I was getting was invaluable in terms of the education. 
You see, that that was more valuable than money because the money would have been spent by now. But I still have that know-how. I can go anywhere and grow food. You know, and I may not be able to do it at the highest level or anything like that, but I can I can go anywhere. I can grow me some food. I can raise animals, you know, anywhere because of what was given. So sometimes you may have to come under another man for a while and learn these things before you can, you know, kind of establish yourself for whatever it is that you're seeking to learn. I'm not just saying farming. There's other professions. but And the same thing with women. Some of you jump up and say, I want to be covered. I get that one all the time. Chief, I need a covering. Are you qualified to be covered there's a reason why you're single a lot of you women who come forward you're 30 40 50 years old you have no covering sometimes it's because you're intolerable that's the reason why you're not covered because you are intolerable and no man wants to deal with that when they're trying to get they're trying to survive in their own life they don't want to deal with your hard-headedness or you come with three or four different children and you demand to be covered. And not only do you have three or four different children, they got three or four different fathers. And you're like, I, I need to be covered. Being covered is a privilege. It's not a right. And if a man says, oh, no, I ain't trying to deal with your 15, 20, 30 years worth of baggage. I'm good. Uh-uh. That's his right. You see? So these are the things that you need to be thinking about as you're out here ruining yourself male and female, as you're out here ruining yourself, will I be now qualified or will I be able to even present an argument when I want to be chosen and picked to be a part of something and to be included in something? And on top of that, am I ready to fall in whatever pecking order that is presented to me? Or am I, do I feel so entitled? Because when you feel entitled, that's when the scamming begins. That's when it begins because people will play and manipulate that entitlement. Like I said, for me, when I at certain tables, I'm the run. I'm the run of the group. You know, when when I'm at certain tables, when I'm doing the work, I have assistants with me that are on a continent that work for me on salary. They translate for me. You know, I, I speak different languages, but sometimes but if you, I, I do speak different languages. But sometimes if a person decides they want to turn it up a little bit, I will get lost very quickly. <laughs> you start speaking real fast or using different other vernacular, I'm I'm gone. You know, you lost me. So I have my assistants there to always translate to make, make sure I'm in step. Well, that means I'm the runt of the room. I can't even follow along with a simple conversation. Hey, man, but I'm just glad I'm in the room. Thanks thanks for opening up the door and letting me take my, my shoes off and, and sit down here with everybody else. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for letting me in the room. You see, I don't feel entitled to anything. Because I'm coming with everything that's wrong anyway. I was sharing that with um, one of my consorts earlier today. I was talking about when um, I initiated, you know, and at one point, you know, the experience that I went through, uh, I didn't I didn't demand what the experience was supposed to be to tell these elders, you got to teach me this way. And you got to teach me that way. Or I wasn't hard headed when they told me something. I did it, period. When they put a little boy in front of me and said, he's going to teach you Pataki, I didn't say, what? Man, I ain't going to be learning from the little boy, man. I got children this age. I, I didn't do that. I said, okay. I said, well, okay, no problem. And I, I accepted that with a smile. Like I was telling my consort, they, they used to make me carry pro propane tanks back and forth to the compound because they always talk about how big and strong I was. <laughs> they treated me like a damn mule. <laughs> <laughs> they would say, Haru, yeah, Haru, you're big. 
You're big, you're big, you're strong, strong. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> and they would make me go and get propane tanks to carry them back up. Oh, my goodness. And that heat. Woo. <laughs> I was happy to do it. I was happy to do it, man. Because you know what? I got a seat at the table. I'm here. And hell, even if I wasn't at the table, if you put me at the little round kitty plastic table, but I'm in the, I'm in the room, man. Shoot. What 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 did I what did I do to to earn this? You know, I initiated with my, with my hair locked. My hair was down to my waist. Freeform locks, not the pretty ones. You know, I cut my hair off a couple of years ago, but um, I went through all of my major initiations with locks. Nobody cut my hair off. You know. Locks and a big old beard. Now, if any of you have ever been to the continent, you, you know, like, that's not that's not the look. <laughs> that's not the appealing look. You're not going to be a sex symbol with that look. You know, and I, I women used to tell me, like, you know, I'm scared of you. <laughs> they would say it just like that. I'm scared of you. Why? Because of your hair. It used to scare people, you know. Um, and I never I didn't I I basically took a Nazarite vow. So no razor touched my face. So my beard was out, mustache was falling over my top lip, you know, and I had all this hair. And I and I never wore my hair out in the States. I would only wear it out. Like as soon as I got off the plane back home, I'd always, you know, take my crown off, let that sun hit my head. You know. Um so my hair was always out. And this is how I presented myself, man, when you know, and these elders even with man, you coming with all this these locks and this beard and these Timberland boots, <laughs> you know, you, you don't even speak the language and uh, your skin ain't even the right doggone color. <laughs> but we still going to let you come to the table. And you and some of you might be thinking, yeah, because you paid you paid a hefty price. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. If I tell you what I paid for my uh, E5 lessons originally, it would it would knock your socks off. Mm hmm. No, I didn't. I was treated with a lot of grace and respect and love by my elders. A lot. And I didn't earn one bit of it. None of it. None of it. I, I didn't do anything to earn it. Yeah, I was polite and stuff, but I was going to be polite anyway, man. You know, my parents taught me to be polite. That was going to happen anyway. You know, I didn't earn none of that. You see? So, you know, it's important to think, of, think about when someone says, you can come into my house. You can come into my school. Don't come in there stomping your foot about what you're entitled to. You ain't entitled to nothing. You ain't, you ain't entitled to none of my land, or none of the inheritances that I have designated for my children. And you're not entitled to a husband. You're not entitled to a wife. You're not entitled to anything. You're entitled to be paid for what you've already invested in. And it probably was a whole lot of foolishness. And if you if you're not paying the wages for all that foolishness, just be thankful. Just be thankful and be humble. And when you're told to do something, just do it. If you're told to carry a propane tank for a mile and a half in the heat, carry that propane tank a mile and a half in the heat. Because you know what? It's only going to make you stronger anyway. All the propane tanks I, I carry, I mean, shoot, just made me, that just mean I punch harder now. <laughs> You know, just made my core stronger. So we get into a wrestling match. It's just more as a is a bigger chance. I'm going to end up throwing you into the bushes because I've been carrying propane tanks. <laughs> you know, you find find joy in all things.
you know, and find find your place of humility. Humility comes from the word hummus, which means earth. Get get a base and get close to that earth, man, and then you'll see what true gratefulness should look like and should be. And when you get close to that earth like the serpent, you become wise because the serpent's whole body is touching the planet. It can feel every vibration. People are not going to be able to, to con you and to scam you because you're in touch and you're you're in tune with the vibrations that they're coming with. All right, so I know this was a very long. I haven't done one this long in a long time, you know. And if you watched it or listened to the end, more power to you. <laughs> All right, but um, yeah, I just wanted to share that and you know just kind of close out that whole experience with Miss uh, Ifayemi o, o Sanmi. And um, like I said, I I did inform um, my comrades at the council. You know, but like I said, this might not be the person's name, but I sent pictures and everything. This, you know, just so you know, just what's happening, you know. Um, and we laughed about it. They said, "What are you doing?" I said, "No, this is really a, it's a lesson for my students." You know, this wasn't like I got conned. <laughs> you know, like I sent them some money or anything like that. But I just wanted to follow through, at least do that. You know, at least send them the the uh, the information. And um, you know, definitely, I, I hope you watch the uh, videos and. You know, it's it's long. Like I said, it's like ten of them of this brother uh, Crypto Roots and the experience that he went through. And uh, definitely leave your comments and your thoughts about that, and even just the whole scanning thing. And for respectful comments, you might get a response from me. And for the, if you if you don't, it might be because you said something out of pocket and ridiculous, or you asked a question that you shouldn't be asking. Um, and, I, and I'm going to give you some space to reflect on what it is that you're saying and what it is that you're asking. But like I said, I gave myself a gift. I gave myself a gift. I'm not I'm not responding to nonsense. I'm not responding to those insults. I'm just going to block you. You know, you come with something stupid and you, or you come with something that's de detracting from people's learning. I'm going to get rid of you. All right. So this has been Chief Yuya. And this is the the final the nail in the coffin for this, you know, how not to get scammed and. Um, I didn't actually do a breakdown of everything I said in, in my note or whatever. Um, I'll let you break it down. <laughs> I'll let you break down exactly what I was doing when I put that spell on the person and exactly what I was saying. I'll let you break down every single point, you know, but uh, willfully you learn something and, you know, you um, have something to think about and to share with y'all and please don't squander away your inheritance it's the only, the only thing you really have to give your ancestors all right until such time odabo <laughs>